Be excellent. Be excellent in all you do. Focus on adding value, and I promise you, your family, relationships, your career, your business, it'll take care of itself. Be gracious. Be kind. Practice humility and service to others. Success is really the result of adding high value to the world. What burdens can you lift for others? What real problems can you solve? What opportunities can you exploit? Focus on that and I promise you, everyone around you will benefit from your upgrade. Hey y'all, welcome to the Transformation Podcast, episode 18, Relationship Capital, Building Wealth in All Areas of Life. I'm your host, Cassidy, founder of K Green & Company, Project and Change Management Solutions. The Transformation Podcast is a coaching, training, and development platform of the K Green & Company Transformation Academy, and the Academy itself is a global program focused on personal, professional, leadership, organizational, and spiritual development. And because K Green & Company's Transformation Academy is focused on holistic development, development of the whole person for success in life and in business. The Transformation Podcast releases coaching, training, and development programming each week to help you upgrade in all of these areas. And if you've been listening to our podcast in chronological order, you know that we're in the middle of our Winners Win series, helping you implement strategies to build the kind of character needed for you to lay hold of the success that you really desire in this lifetime. And I'm here to help you do that. But if you haven't listened to the high value series to hear what I have to say about character development, I encourage you to go back and listen before you engage in the winners win series, because the things I coach you on in this series are practical strategies on how to apply what I covered in the high value series. And if you are all caught up and have begun the winners win series, then you listen to the intro episode, episode 13, for which I discuss why I'm even coaching on this series. And before we get into today's episode, I want to remind our listeners who are members of the higher education education user group, H-E-U-G, otherwise known as HUG, to save the date for our final installment for the Leading Leaders Through Change webinar series, in which I'll coach you on a highly sought after skill, which is developing high performing teams. And that webinar is scheduled for Tuesday, March the 10th, And I'm super excited to close out that series as we've been developing leadership skills from this webinar series since the inception of that series back in July 2019. And if you haven't listened to the first three talks and downloaded the presentations that accompany those, I encourage you to do so. If you're listening to the podcast and you aren't a member of the Higher Education User Group, don't worry. I'll drop a Leading Leaders Through Change series later this year so that you too can benefit from those gems. So for HUG members, if you haven't registered for the final webinar, I encourage you to do so and I'll add a link to the HUG website in the show notes so that you know how to get registered. So let's get into today's episode. When I opened the series, I talked about the importance of your wealth team, relationship capital. And even in the last episode, I talked about the importance of protecting your capital, which sometimes means having covenant and friendships with people in the workplace and your business that you would never disclose publicly. And I promise to come back in today's episode to explain why that should be the case. But before I get into relationship capital from a career and business perspective, let me first define what I even mean by that. So Relationship capital is also referred to sometimes as social capital. So it's the connection with people in your life, career and in business that allow you to either fellowship or discuss, experience and support people for the purposes of adding value to their lives. It's really that simple. And why there's usually reciprocity when it comes to relationship capital, two people who have relationship capital with one another may not get the exact same things from one another, yet they indeed absolutely add value to one another's lives. So in layman's terms, 
Having relationship capital means you can call on people or rely on them to be transparent with you about information, their experiences, their needs, even their challenges and vice versa for the purposes of you all working together to maybe meet a need, overcome a challenge and then position one another to intelligently respond to a matter and in full support of one another's success. So. Let's talk about why you need relationship capital to live your best life. So in case you haven't noticed, we are not doing life alone. In fact, you can't have abundance in your personal life if there weren't people that you loved and cared for. You can't dominate in your career and in your business if you aren't adding value to other people's lives in the workplace and in business for the organizations that you work for, the organizations that you own, and even the industries that they represent. You can't get through this walk with Christ by only being in covenant with God the Father. You are supposed to win souls for Christ, train up your children to follow him. And in order to do any of these things or all of these things, you have to master relationships. You have to make people your first priority and focus on serving them and meeting their needs. So now that we have the definition that we're operating from, for me to present the value proposition for improving your relationship capital, I'm going to spend time speaking on five perspectives to further explain this value proposition. And those are the importance of getting into the people business, relationship capital and what that looks like in your personal life. Then I'll talk a bit about what it looks like in career and business. I'll remind you of what it looks like spiritually. And then I'll remind you of what we've been talking about in this entire podcast, building and cultivating your wealth team. So in the winners win intro, intro episode, I spoke about the importance of being in a people business and that I will be sure to come back to cover what I mean by that, not only from a career and business perspective, but why it matters in your personal life. So the growth and success I've personally experienced and the observations I conclude about people winning in their lives and their careers and in business, particularly those being entrusted to lead entire divisions, organizations or run their own businesses, and even those whose family and friends seem to hold them in such high regard you can just feel or see the love and care that they have for these people they we began specializing in and serving people well before the world came to know who we are and those who specialize in people understand the importance of being a student of people of human behavior communications their desires motivations their predictability how they respond to life's journey the things occurring in their homes their communities in their workplace and also observe how they handle themselves themselves in each area and they seem to be set apart and have the ability to create positive meaningful very impactful experiences for those in each area of their lives because they become and choose to remain experts at the people business and those who are in the people business decide there is much to be gained in this life if you can influence not only how people behave but also what they say what they say about you what they say about other people ideals or anything really and control how they experience you which is probably the most important point and they also realize how they're rewarded in return to each area of life just by focusing on other people. So becoming highly skilled and competent at people, then the next level is to get in the game of serving people. Make it your superior focus and concern. Because when you focus on other people's needs, their desires and expectations, even their flaws, you not only facilitate meeting and exceeding those needs and desires, but you elevate them. You upgrade others by serving even their flaws and limitations to work to their advantage. And you focus on fellowship, relationship and rapport building and you protect this as if your life depended on it and you become selective and strategic about how you handle all of your relationships, never really revealing who you're in covenant with. And I'll explain at the end of the episode why keeping this close to the vest makes sense for a number of perspectives. 
So the capital in your personal life is fundamental to being wealthy as an individual, just as a human being. So think about the relationships and covenants you have personally. Some people are your blood. Others are your children, your parents, your siblings, aunts and uncles, grandparents. Others are even friends who may be like family. Others are acquaintances or people in your community circles that you do life with. And it's important to cultivate this capital in your personal life. And so when it comes to family and loved ones, we have to operate from a place of love and express our love and appreciation for people doing so builds capital from the perspective that when you put their needs and desires ahead of your own and focus on bringing joy to their lives you create the kind of human connection nurture and safety that in some cases they can only receive from you and so many of your own needs and desires end up being met because you free people up from having to meet their own needs in these areas therefore allowing them to reciprocate for you And this is so important because life is short. Not only should people remember how you made them feel loved and valued, yet they should truly feel the love of God through how they experience you. I was at a talk show last night and the episode was about losing children and how painful this is. And I remind you as listeners that you never know what people are carrying, what they might be trying to overcome or, you know, something as unthinkable as losing a child and why you should be a good human, even when you're passing people in the hallway, when you at the stop sign or in a meeting. So in this show, the people were so brave and so kind to share their testimonies. And they talked about how those that they lost, how much their children actually touch the lives of other people and how this was transformative for the people knowing that this helped these mothers along with God's power to overcome not only uh, and come to a place of acceptance but to really take solace in the fact that the time they spent building capital with their children literally gives them peace on earth after losing their children which is the most precious gift in this life so I use this example for those of you listening because it's a reminder of how precious life is how fragile and temporary it is and to not waste another second being angry with loved ones harboring unforgiveness and encouraging you to restore your relationship capital in your personal life because unlike in your professional relationships where so many people unfortunately limit their thinking as to what someone else can do for them the loved ones that are lent to you for a season in this life have long memories just like people in the workplace and you want those memories to be filled with how you made time to just be with them to tell them how much they mean to you to tell them how much of a gift they are to the world and to encourage them to be their authentic, wonderfully made selves. And you show up for them however you need to. And to us working professionals, especially who have families, whatever your family structure looks like, take my advice. And don't spend so much time chasing your career and or your business that you let your relationship capital in your personal life be in a negative. And that looks like missing family engagements, not being mentally present with your family. Not enjoying time with your family because you're thinking about all you have to do. And I was particularly guilty of this next point. So don't make the mistake that I made, which was to give the world so much of your time of your grace, your patience and attention that I didn't have equal or more to give to my own family. And this looks like being so exhausted from the day that I couldn't really celebrate what my small children at the time wanted to just tell me about what excitement they experienced in school or my doing things at the last minute, like ordering school pictures or getting to the book fair on the last day. Or even working so late that my kiddos were sometimes the last few kiddos to be picked up from after school care. It even looked like me not always being in the moment with my husband to support whatever he had to offer in the moment, just in conversation. So one of the things I share with you for my own transformation 
Is my diligence, joy, and commitment to give 120% in my personal life, just as I have given across my career for so many years, and even to build K Green and Company with an order and a balance that never, ever jeopardizes the commitment that I'm making in my personal life over a lifetime. And I encourage you to check your own balance and your return on investment with your relationship capital and your personal life and make sure you are building it and spending it wisely. So your relationship capital and your career and in business, I'm going to spend the most time in this episode on this point. So you know by now how important it is to be in fellowship and covenant with people as opposed to taking a networking approach to building wealth in your career and in business. And I've coached you in multiple episodes to build and cultivate your wealth team with many reminders to leverage your peer groups. And I've seen the wild success in a relatively short period of time in my career, as I've mentioned, I've had nine roles in 13 years and I'm on my 10th role as I approach my 14th year of my career. And I've also successfully launched K Green and Company. And I've done this by becoming an expert in the people business, being the kind of MVP butler of a leader that I'm coaching you to be and developing and cultivating coaching skills and then truly loving people in the workplace through kindness, humility, service and support of other people's needs, desires and challenges. And while I have a lot to show externally through compensation, high profile roles and being trusted to lead hundreds of people through hundreds of changes, the level of success I've experienced and that and which is in front of me, you know, going forward is less about moments that I've spent leading 20, 30, 50 people either in one room or on a conference call about our next destination, it's the one-on-one interactions where I establish that my sole agenda is to meet that person's individual needs, whatever that looks like for them and whatever the project and change effort calls for. And it's really listening and demonstrating that I am who I say I am. I do what I say I'll do. And I'm about what I say I'm about. So while I can't always deliver the exact outcome that someone's looking for, I get laser focused and committed to solving their problems, Exploiting opportunities that will return value for them and the organization. And I really do go to bat for people behind closed doors with executives, even peers, the people that I'm supporting. And many people have no idea how I help people be successful when they lack their own relationship capital by using my relationship capital in order to get things done for those who otherwise wouldn't be able to. And I don't always reveal how I get that done, but sometimes I do, especially if I know the person I have the capital with has the opportunity to be recognized or celebrated for removing barriers for other people. I also build rapport and relationships quickly by establishing that people can trust me to be honest, to be supportive and to maintain their confidentiality. And as a project and change management leader, I often have to facilitate decisions and favorable outcomes for project team members, vendors, partners to an organization, executives. And you can only imagine that most of the time, all of these agendas and needs compete with one another. But really getting in that people business that I've been talking about, assessing everyone's needs, their motivation and how they might benefit from playing nice in a sandbox for any particular matter. It really does go a long way to build relationship capital, which is the most important currency you can have in your career in a business. It transcends industry. It transcends organization. It transcends whoever is leading said organization at the time for your tenure in an organization. And I want to be 100% clear about this point, though. Building relationship capital is work. It's unsexy. You have to develop the humility I've been discussing. You have to be unmovable on being your authentic self and operating with integrity. You have to show up assertive and kind and prove quickly that you're taking on the burden to be this for everyone in the organization. 
When you are the person sent, especially to manage this or that person's expectations, you have to do it with grace, with finesse and with poise, all while ensuring that the person who you may be very well put in a position to tell them no or not now, that that person still feels valued. And you have to figure out what you can offer them instead of the yes that they're looking for. And in order to be able to offer people something when you're telling them no, You have to build your relationship capital with executives and senior level leaders, because often what you need to offer the people that they send you to manage is something that they have to end up supporting. So people with lots of relationship capital have supreme negotiation skills and have to be willing to help executives really count the cost for themselves and the organization for their own capital when they need to say yes and no and helping them think through how people will perceive the answer what's up next in the organization for which you might need people to lead and so you may take the loss and give them a yes in this matter because you know you're going to have to say no in the next initiative so if they say yes or a no in a particular situation or to someone else you literally build your capital with executives by demonstrating your service to them and the organization Ensuring that they don't create and then step on minds in the organization just through their decision making. And it's so important to cultivate your relationship capital in every role and every season because you never know when you might exit an organization. And you might need some support in doing that. And you want to add the kind of value that you are also the first person on your organization's mind to call back and support if needed. So I spent quite a bit of time in an organization and then less than a year after transitioning to my next season, I was asked to support this organization's project and change initiatives for a particular program. And the reason I can be called back and of course say yes is because every day I spent time in that organization focusing on what people needed, where they were burdened, where they were challenged. And when some people cried in my office, even when I needed and made a personal commitment to come in early every day for months just to support someone through a divorce, people have long memories. And as much as they might appreciate Appreciate my gifts and talents and project and change management. What they really hold dear is how they experience me. So I walked the halls and supported this opportunity. And when people see me, there are only hugs and invitations to collaborate on other things. There's breakfast, lunch and dinner dates being booked because I value people. Some of them know exactly how I went to bat for them and others of them will never know because I'm intentional about them not knowing. So I'm seriously coaching you to be number one, the best human you can be and then get in the game of serving people. And I guarantee you, you will lead a successful career and a successful business because your relationship capital is built based on adding value. And people will spend their capital on you because of what you have done for them. And it also means in my current organization that while an executive sponsor says she'll literally be in mourning when I have to transition from her project, we keep one another encouraged by sharing what the day's orange theory workout was and how we might want to save each other arm and leg pain based on whoever went to the session first. And this is well after a project is over. So it means being the kind of servant leader that people want to work with. When you walk in a room, they light up because you really Really lift the energy and spirit in a room in addition to being a subject matter expert in whatever your lane is. So my point to you for those looking to elevate in your career and in business, be the kind of person who can not only call on others to be a reference, for example, but be the kind of reference for executives, peers and past employees who when they look for so many people as to who might be able to support them. But they need a short list of people who not only exude the talent and professional accomplishments that are reference worthy, that the people that they look to you and I are people that can be trusted with their brand association because their character is right. 
So build your capital one person at a time. Lay down the heart posture that focuses on networking and what someone can do for you. And instead, really focus on serving other people, meeting their needs and desires and helping them overcome challenges. And I promise you, the world will be yours. Make this your mission, no matter what your domain expertise is, no matter what career ladder you're on or what business you're in. And I promise you, everyone around you will benefit from your capital and you yourself. There's nothing that you can't have in this life. So. Your relationship capital in your spiritual life is actually the most important thing. Not only are we put um, are to put no other gods before God. This is the most important relationship we're supposed to establish and cultivate in this life. And I assure you, establishing and building your very private relationship with God is unmatched by anything else. But so much of what I coach you on for success in your personal and professional life would actually become quite simple uh, as it results in the fruit of the spirit, which can make you a winner in this life in all areas. So I was talking to a colleague at the Texas A&M Technology Summit Um, This year, who actually was the very first person that asked me to consider being a keynote after he listened to my presentations back in 2019. And he said that not only was he so moved by my keynote and the tell all session and that he could tell that my message about humanity was really rooted in God's word, but that while people really enjoyed it, there are still so many people who will not make the shift to being better humans because they haven't bought into nor have they made the decision to be submissive to the Lord Jesus Christ. And I share with you because I was in total agreement one, but God's word actually teaches us how to submit to him, to our spouses, to our children, children, to their parents, servants, to their masters. And while I know there are so many good people in the world who may or may not believe in God, the Bible actually has so much to offer about the principle of submission and the return of rewards in this life and the next. And so it's actually quite good literature for success in life and in business. And as I've gone through my own spiritual transformation, not only have I spent time building my relationship capital with God, he's also shown me areas of growth when it comes to submission for myself. And it's something that I have to Consciously practice every single day, particularly in my personal and spiritual life. And I found that the fruit of the spirit, which is found in Galatians 5, 22, 23, those are love, joy, peace, forbearance, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness and self-control. I found that it's very difficult not to be a good human when you operate in the fruit of the spirit. So. Just like in your personal and professional life, you have to spend time in fellowship with God and getting to know what he needs you to do. So the more I commit to supporting people spiritually, the more people pull on me for private fellowship spiritually to support their spiritual growth. And if I don't spend time with God in his word and in his will, I can't be a vessel for other people. And those of you supporting people spiritually, you know that this is a different level of support. And while I take very seriously God's trust in me to support people in general, So imagine how much more serious I am about his people needing me to to uplift them with his word and his work in me. So my final point today is a reminder to build and cultivate your wealth team. As mentioned in several episodes, even with the points I made in earlier today's uh, episode earlier, the level of success that you dream about becoming the kind of winner who always wins requires you to be in relationship and covenant with other people. And I've talked to you about building a wealth team comprised of people who can support you in every area of life, not just your career and your business, because it's important to be a whole person and to become the best version of you from a holistic perspective. And if you haven't listened to episode five, taking control of your career and your destiny, and then episode 15, cheat codes for winning in life and your career and in business, I encourage you to go back and listen to what I have to say, um, because 
I talk about who should be on your wealth team, how to assess your team to see if members need to change or rotate out or even be added. I also talk about seeking and applying the needs improvement kind of feedback from your wealth team and also seizing the moment with your right now opportunity. So start spending time with people outside of your daily work or project and changes and stop by to go give them a smile, give a compliment, even a hug or a word of encouragement and focus on their humanity and let them experience yours. And one of the things I haven't shared with you is why it's important to protect the privacy of your relationship. So we as humans have a natural need to have confidential covenant with people, not with everyone, but with a select few people. And we often search for safety and security through our fellowship and relationship with others because the workplace is designed to, air quotes, leave your feelings at the door. And people really do question whether or not you can trust other people at work. When you elevate your emotional emotional intelligence, though, your political and cultural awareness in your organization, you begin to discern why it's important to love everyone publicly, yet privately have fellowship and relationships. That's often where true capital is built and people particularly executives shouldn't have full insight into your relationships that's one of the ways I've been so successful as a project and change management leaders because while senior leaders and organizational owners know that people truly enjoy working with me and I turn around projects successfully their lack of awareness as to who I'm truly in covenant with is why I can get the best and brightest work from people The other reason to keep some of your relationships private is because it's human nature for some people to have a filter with you or create assumptions that are not conducive to organizational success simply because they themselves operate based on who they like or don't like. So when you know uh, that there's some if they know who you're in relationship and covenant with. And sometimes those people may or may not be most popular or well liked based on their sheer position on the org chart or the fact that they're a leader in a particular space. It limits their ability to cultivate relationships with various people. And so your confidentiality actually works in everyone's favor. Of course, along with you being a good human and not betraying people or gossiping or creating a toxic situation. So I wanted to share just a few reasons. That's not all, but those are some of the main points I wanted to make as to why you might keep some of your relationships private. And my final point about this is the higher you go in your career and in business, you have to learn not to talk so much about what and why things are. You also have to learn to operate in discernment. Everyone doesn't need to know everything about how you create success and value. Just focus on serving people. Focus on meeting their needs, their desires, and helping them overcome their challenge. So that's all for today's Relationship Capital episode. As a reminder, later this week, I'll drop the Becoming a Butler MVP Next Level Leader episode. And then I'm also going to release Help, Please Fix My Boss to further support your efforts to win in your career and in business. Also, stay tuned because in the month of March, uh, one of the series I'm going to offer is a men's empowerment series. There are several men who've engaged me about their challenges in business and the workplace. Topics ranging from communicating with grace and authority to leading women without blurring lines, trying to grow and develop with little or no male support and leadership roles. And then I have quite a bit to offer from a development perspective with things that men do that work against them and that work in their favor. So There also aren't many professional and leadership development programs that focus on men and their development. And I'm sure there's some who might say, well, they have enough support, but having led hundreds of people through hundreds of changes and seeing men go after opportunities and people aren't telling them the truth about why they didn't get the opportunity. Uh, they could just make maybe one tweak to really change the game in their careers. That's important to me to ensure that everyone has an opportunity to be successful. And so there's a lot on women's empowerment. I'll be offering something in that space too, but I'm going to focus on our men to help them become better leaders. So 
All right. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. As a reminder, the Transformation Podcast is focused on holistic development in the areas of personal, professional, leadership, organizational, and spiritual growth. And our coaching and training, should you choose to apply it, is guaranteed to upgrade your life. To learn more about K Green and Company, you can visit our website at www.kgreenpcms.com. And I will add the link to the show notes. So that's it, y'all. Keep listening. And if you think you want real gems for success in life and your career and in business, Subscribe to the Transformation Podcast and get your upgrade every week. All right. Talk to you soon. Thank y'all.